0: This podcast is sponsored by OMI, the company that makes CRM work. Today's guest is Mike Nolan from Salesforce.
1: My name is Mike Nolan. My day job is I'm the senior manager of the military recruiting program at Salesforce. And then what I jokingly say is is my volunteer job is I'm global president of VetForce, which is our employee resource group, more commonly known as Salesforce, our quality group. I also did uh, a stint in the Massachusetts National Guard. So I am a veteran uh, and, and do think, you know, kind of feel that my job, both the volunteer and the day job, just really keeps me connected to my community.
0: Mike, I wonder what were the challenges for you coming out of service um, and going into the private sector um, and and maybe how do, how do those inform, you know, the work that you do now? Sure. So
1: when I got out, it was the early nineties and skill bridge wasn't even a word, um, I didn't really have a tough transition, quite honestly, because I was only a short time, and I just kind of got out, and it was like, all right, you know, figure out your own way. But in in having the responsibilities tied with leading our employee resource group for so many years, and then just in the past year, I guess you know, getting Salesforce to realize that there's a real need to create a military recruiting program, I'm, I'm be able to use my years as a recruiter to connect with transitioning service members, veterans, spouses, whatever it may be, and, and really kind of give them some of the ideas and the framework of how can you successfully identify a company that it makes sense to work for, and then what are some, some of the things that you can do to earn an opportunity? Because the, the problem that I've, I've heard from a number of transitioning service members is they're given too many options. And in the military, you're told what your job is most of the time so now when somebody's transitioning out they have to deal with what which one do i pick that's going to give me a satisfying career give me the money that i need to live the life that i want to live support my family and and it can be overwhelming so um having the opportunity to to really kind of you know work with people and and just give them the framework of how they can how they can enable their own success is really
0: where i focus on these days can you give me a sense of the number of veterans who currently work for Salesforce, and you know, just uh, how broad is this, and and is it is it is it on the up or or yeah, is it stable? How, how do you think about it?
1: You know, we're uh, we're definitely growing. Um, some of the challenges, quite honestly, is that we're a global company, and there are countries that you cannot track metrics. But we are two point one percent of the U.S. population of Salesforce, which. When you think about it; we're less than one percent of the population in America that joins up for military service, so that's a, that's not a bad number. But we are we're growing, uh, and with the amount of positions that Salesforce has opened twenty three thousand globally this year, we're going to hire. There's a ton of inroads for service members and spouses to
0: earn long lasting careers. Let's jump into that a little bit. The free, you know, the Salesforce Military Free Tech Training Program. What does that entail? What do you need to do to qualify, and what do people come out sort of knowing or being able to do once they've completed it? Salesforce completely
1: funds the Salesforce Military Training Program, which essentially all sixteen of our certification programs. It's free training and free testing. Uh, the first certification that everybody earns is a Salesforce Certified Administrator. The self-guided learning can be anywhere in the range of four to forty-five hundred dollars, and it's five hundred dollars every time you test. Uh, there are a number of people that don't pass on the first try, so they go back for the second. But all that's free if you have uh, served in the military or if you're a spouse.
0: And so you come out qualified to to get an entry level job with Salesforce. Or like, you know, what are what are people doing once they once they complete that?
1: Absolutely. So I give the the program team a ton of credit because what they were doing is they took the feedback that you know people, these service members and spouses, were going through the program, they were earning that first first certification. But every job that they were looking at required one to three years experience. They said, geez, you know what? We've got, you've almost completed the bridge, but there's that one step that's missing. So the program team went out to our customers and partners with a totally loaded question. Do you believe in these uh, servicemen, women and spouses who are going through the program? Absolutely. Of course we do. Excellent. So we're asking you to sign a promissory interview agreement. So it's called the Talent Alliance Program currently in the US right now. There are over 500 customers and partners who have all signed that talent alliance agreement, essentially offering a first interview to anybody who earns that administrative certification. You're not going to find any colleges. who are going to get 500 companies signing up, offering you a first interview. But this is the beauty of it because it puts you in front of somebody who's in a position to hire you. There are big name companies involved in this from Deloitte, Deloitte Digital, USAA, smaller regional partners like Slalom, Source. The number is, is is well growing month over month. So, I know I've watched that number grow from twenty five to a hundred, and, and now uh, even over and surpassing five hundred employees. Excuse me, customers and partners who have offered this first
0: interview. Gotcha, gotcha. And when you say first interview, just are you referring to you know you sort of get precedence um, over maybe other candidates, or uh, what, what do you mean by that exactly?
1: Yeah, so once so when you're in the Salesforce military training platform, you earn the, the administrative certification, you pass the test, then it opens up like a whole new area for you. And that's where you can search by these customers and partners who are part of the talent alliance agreement and basically just click through it to say, hey, I wanna I wanna you know cash in my token for a first in, you know, for an interview with your organization. And then that's where it initiates it and it ultimately leads to that first interview. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you.
0: Um, let's talk about some of those, you know, career paths that open up, you know, for, for, for these, for these folks, what, what, what are people doing? Like, what are, what are the range of options? You know, there's, um, there's such a width of positions
1: and I, and I can speak specifically at Salesforce positions that nobody would really think from a technology company exist within our organization, but you know, the, the training program, you know, anybody who's interested in in a technical career, this is a great opportunity to, to get your foot in the door and utilize the free training. I don't have a technical bone in my body, so that really wouldn't work for me. But recruiting, um, there's a group called customer success, sales, and you've got all the operations positions for marketing, finance, legal. Uh, in addition, you see we've got multiple Salesforce towers. So you have physical building security. We have executives. So you've got executive uh, protection teams. In the towers we don't take big customers out to local restaurants we have beautiful facilities with culinary teams so um there's actually even culinary positions open within salesforce but anything a to z really you know the one one of the beauties of the things i love about salesforce is that they don't look at at service members and spouses and say hey you know listen why don't you kind of stick with the public sector business because that's where you can kind of relate they see that we bring a lot to the table and, and
0: there's a complete A to Z of areas and opportunities that we can earn and own at Salesforce. You mentioned earlier, you know, like the, you know, the military really prizes the ability to follow orders, you know, things like that. What are, what are some of the skills that people develop there that really serve them well in the private sector? And what are some of the things where, you know, there's a little bit of like reprogramming needed um, before you can really thrive in, in you know, it's such a different environment?
1: Uh, that's a great question because I, I tell I tell people from the military that I speak with, you have the skills. For most positions, what you need to do is be able to translate them, and and that really gets down to almost a microscopic level because what translates well at Salesforce may not for Amazon, may not for LinkedIn, uh, for any other company in the industry. But once you figure out for anybody who served, you know, if you go to a commanding officer or someone that you're reporting to, they want to hear the least amount of words possible and the quickest summary of, of what you need to give them. We're the exact opposite at Salesforce. We're storytellers. We take every situation and and use the STAR methodology, situation, task, action, result, and then make a story on it. If you see Dreamforce in any of our um, big events that we do, everything talks about it with customer storage. Everything talks about it in just how we we solve this customer's problems in the best, most eloquent, eloquent story. So key things like that, can make a candidate either fit in and and, and really kind of understand that, hey, I know what it's like at Salesforce, where if they came even with the same skills, but a different approach, the military approach, like bang, 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 here's the reasons that wouldn't fly in our world. That is probably one of the biggest things that I would say is the challenge that military people transitioning out face day to day.
0: It's really interesting, and maybe we could just talk about your own experience with Salesforce, uh, Mike. Um, what uh, you know? What led you there? How 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 did your career develop? And and maybe you could take me through the development of you know the the military recruiting program as as you remember it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been in recruiting. This is this is the only job that I've had in my career. I've stuck with it through the thick and thin. Got into technology in say the late nineties and. It's actually when CRM was first, um, was the first acronym, the technology or the software had just been created. And I still remember the three companies in CRM were Siebel, Clarify, and Vantib when I got into the space. So anybody who's been around the block for a little while will know what I'm talking about. But uh, stayed in the space really, um, you know, just by luck, I, I guess I call it luck now, but looking back, I probably wouldn't have felt the same way. But I was, I had a business of my own that I had for six years and three months, a recruiting business. And there was an opportunity to get in with uh, it was the largest startup in technology history that you know didn't didn't quite take off. I guess some some of the leaders felt it would. Let's just say, but in a short time, it was the fifth layoff, and I was on the street looking for a position and reached out to a gentleman that I had worked with in the past and was speaking to a few different companies, but I got a really good feeling about this company and and I and I still remember the email I sent to the SVP of global recruiting. Just thanking her for the time because she was the last interview, and and I remember her reply to me, which was the thing that kind of put it over the edge. Where she said, "Hey, Mike, and I'm sorry it took a little bit to get back to you, blah blah blah. I wanted to talk with everybody just to get the feedback." And she ended the email by saying, "I really hope you join my team." And nobody had told me that that I got the position yet, but I got a really good feeling about that. Uh, I joined as a sales recruiter, spent six and a half years in that role, but um, the last two and a half, um, you know, I just got it in my head that why don't we have a military recruiting program? And um, in a position that I was at leading our employee resource group, it gave me a little bit more of a voice and an opportunity to, to vocalize this. It took a little while, but it was uh, an equality statement that Salesforce put out that they wanted 50% of our U.S. employees to be of underrepresented groups, which includes veterans. And when I pointed out that they weren't doing anything for veterans, uh, I give Salesforce the utmost credit that you know something you're right we're going to do something about that we're going to change that and um ultimately I earned the opportunity to create the military recruiting program which April 15th was its one year anniversary so it's been yeah you know, it's it's been interesting building something at Salesforce that's never existed before I've got some great support I'm starting to build up my team there's there's a saying in Salesforce blaze your own trail and and I feel very fortunate that I've been able to do that in my career here.
0: Totally. Um, so, you know, listen, the people hearing this are, you know, typically, I think, on the recruiting side and different functions, sales, marketing, operations, customer success. Hopefully there are some some military people also listening to this because I think it's really valuable. So I wonder if you could speak to both of those audiences a little bit. What What do the, the first group need to understand about recruiting from the military? And then maybe we could end on what what would you like service members to know? Uh, about, you know, taking the next steps to uh, to learning more about this.
1: Sure. And this is something actually we're going through internally, and it's really educating the civilian community about the great qualities that military people bring to the table. Um, there are common misconceptions from, you know, military people are only good when they're told what they they have to do. You know, I can go through a list of of, you know, of ideas and preconceptions that people have, but military people bring great qualities to the table. And and when you kind of break it down in, in the simplest of terms, anybody who's a career military personnel, when you're given an order, you carry that order up, you get that done, and you get it done on time. Now, when you bring that into the civilian world, what does that translate down to? That translates down to whether it's a customer, whether it's it's a project, whatever it may be, that that military person they're gonna they're gonna go from point A to B, point B to accomplish that mission. But if something gets in the way, they just don't put their hands up. They figure out how are we gonna get around this. And how are we going to ultimately achieve that goal in the allotted time that we have? It kind of goes back to, you know, you probably went back to your commanding officer one time and said, I didn't complete this. And it either didn't happen again because you realized how to get it done or the military was right for you. Um, but, you know, these are some of the qualities that, that we bring. In addition to that, you have people who are loyal to the team, they're loyal to the company. They just feel that sense of wanting to be part of a community and a mission. So why not harness those skills? Because those are, those are traits that a lot of people quite honestly lack. Um, but it traits that you absolutely would want in your team. From the military side, I would tell, which is actually what I tell everybody, specifically to Salesforce, trust your brothers and sisters. It doesn't matter what branch. And I know we can you know, make fun of each other and be the most ruthless people on the planet from when, you know, Marines to the Air Force and blah, blah, blah. But these are people specifically in Salesforce that'll stop dead in their tracks and say, hey, how can I help you up? So if you see somebody that's aligned to a position that you're interested in, reach out to that person, send them a LinkedIn invitation. Hey, I'm a transitioning service member. I'm a veteran. I'm interested in, in Salesforce, and specifically the job that you do. This person will most likely get that call back and be on the phone with somebody, and then understanding really beyond that job description what it's like to do the job. How do they translate that, their military experience to earn that position? And then also finding out about the culture. Because all three of those are the trifecta, which will bring a military community closer together and realize Salesforce is the destination place that we want to work.
0: That's really helpful. And and Mike, specifically, is there like a website where where can people go really to to dig in here?
1: Absolutely, um, they can they can go to um, veterans.force.com, or if you just want to take a look on the Salesforce site and, and just put in veteran or Salesforce military, you'll absolutely find um, everything you need. But the first Military Careers homepage is the best um, as far as talking about the program, Talent Alliance program, the first interview um, interviews offered, as well as the Salesforce Military Recruiting Program, which is Veterans at Salesforce tab for anybody who'd like to earn a position at Salesforce.
0: Fantastic. Mike,
1: this has been really enlightening. I
0: appreciate your time.
1: Thanks for thanks for joining me. George, this has been awesome and uh, and thank you as well. Great to have a conversation with you.